With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Full of frustration. Full of despair. From years of hurt, disappointment and relegation. Two British football fans have had enough. Canary Bird Elliot Holman and Wanderer Henry Hewitt are in search of glory, pride, passion, in search of silverware, and they found Major League Soccer. Can you hear that? <laughs> uh, well, yeah. So it's not going to be ideal, is it? But we're going to have to. <laughs> we'll just have to trooper on. Oh, they just started drilling through the wall next door. Excellent. Um, little update. Our studio's still not finished. <laughs> Excellent. They are actually in the proper builders this time. Uh, who are who are drilling stuff and putting wires down? So, uh, welcome to the MLS UK show from the broom cupboard. <laughs> Let's get started. The MLS UK show. Okay, we've got so much to get through. Like so much has happened since our last podcast. Um, we didn't do one last week. Genuine reason for that is we had absolutely no way of doing it because uh, our studio is just in pieces and it's taken so long. Yeah. At the radio station we work at, we basically, um, whereas in the past we'd have our studio to do it in, we were having to share with about four other shows and stuff, so uh, we couldn't get in. We were in London as well doing work for for our radio show, so, um, yeah. so But it wasn't too bad because there were no, like, what, three matches this weekend? Yeah, we, we didn't miss a, a huge amount, but um, we've still got a lot to cover because a lot's gone on. Um, I do want to start with something which we haven't actually discussed, though. Okay. I, I, I just feel it's important to put it in there. It's nothing to do with MLS, nothing to do with soccer over in the States or Canada. Yeah. But I just feel like we have to mention it because this show is all about our love of football and soccer. And the last 12 hours for you have been horrific. Yeah. uh... I'm not doing this as a joke. I'm being deadly serious. So we need to explain. Bolton Wanderers, Henry's team, as you hear at the start of the intro, he's a a wanderer. 
and it's been a difficult 12 hours because uh, Bolton have been threatened with administration, which would mean that um, due to financial um, issues, the club would face a 12-point deduction and a two-year transfer embargo as well. Now, before... I let you say your your piece on this. Genuinely, as much as we we have banter on this podcast, and you know, like, oh, Orlando are terrible, and oh, Atlanta are brilliant, and your team is better than my team. Voice, right? Seriously, no real football or soccer fan wants to see this happen to any club whatsoever. I mean, maybe Ipswich, maybe, <laughs> but nobody wants to see this. Um, Bolton would have been your first love, you know, all the hours, time, money you've spent on that on that club. Um, following the dream of of winning the Premier League one day, I, like I, nobody wants to see that, and so it's looking like it's going to be fine. But there was a very very dark period this morning, maybe a couple of hours ago, where we genuinely thought you were going to be bottom of the league with with minus one <laughs> minus point, one, yeah, um, and and not be able to sign any players for for two years, and all your hopes would have been pinned on Atlanta winning MLS Cup. So um, just I just want to congratulate yourself and all of the Bolton fans who stuck by. There was not a single person who gave up on their club. They stood by their club and they said, you know what, if it happens, bring it on. And I want to see more of that in America because I think there's some very fickle fans and Canada, some very fickle fans in MLS because it's the early days, nail your colours to the mast and ride it out. That's what I'm having to do with all my teams. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, that was very nice of you to say. Um, we have a, we've had a quite a good start for us, uh, being on 11 points, but obviously 12-point deduction isn't great. <laughs> um, but the, the ironic thing is, if, if that would have happened, which it's still not fully confirmed, but it looks like it's going to be fine, is that if we won on Saturday, we would have the same points as we did l- at this point last season. So, you know, who knows? We could stay up anyway. But... Um, yeah, well, I think it's different with MLS because of the, the way things work and, and you've got to buy into the league. I think financial difficulties aren't as... It happens quite a lot in, in Europe. And I don't think it would England. happen in MLS. No. MLS own these clubs, let's be honest. Yeah, um, and the league would sort out anything. And as well, the players can't... So the teams can't overspend. Mm. So it wouldn't really happen. But Which yeah. we admire. is one of the, the, yeah. the reasons that MLS is attractive. Because when you get 100 years down the line, like we are here in, in England, and, and your club goes under because of financial problems, you'll be glad that MLS didn't let you sign that player for a stupid yeah. amount of money a week. Yeah, and I think maybe if the Premier League started again, maybe that could be a route that they mm. could could have gone down. Yeah, especially because Bolton spending so long in that league, uh, and it, we were hundreds of million pounds in debt. Luckily, uh, it was to an owner who wrote it off. But uh, yeah, so at least looking a bit more positive. Bolton played Queens Park Rangers on Saturday, and I'll be there. So uh, hopefully we can win. But yeah, it's uh, it's not nice, but I think. There's a few Wigan fans who have took you know a very who've took joy in it, and Berry fans who are big rivals, mm. uh, both of them. But no one cares about. I bet teams. even the majority have, on a football level, been been very very uh, understanding and, and and don't want to see it happen to their worst enemy. Yeah, but then again, no one cares about Wigan or Berry anyway. So I'm Blackburn. So I wouldn't I, I, after what 
four years, I wouldn't want Orlando to be taken away from me. So after over 125 or whatever it is for Bolton, I, you know, I can't imagine that. So Yeah, um, yeah, it was actually on this week that it was the 130th anniversary of the first ever day of the first Football League season, which Bolton scored the first ever Football League goal. Uh, we lost 6-3 to Derby, so <coughs> carried on. Uh, as it, uh, that, was a, uh, that was an indication. Start of, as you mean to yeah. go on. Um, yeah, but it looks fine, so... That's all good. So let's talk about MLS. Um, and I hate to do this after what you've just said, but looking yeah. back at the weekend's fixtures, uh, Orlando lost again. <laughs> I mean, can, could I not get some break after being <laughs> after starting up and being really nice? Although, to be honest, um, I must say with Orlando that I did expect SKC to win. I did expect them to win uh, by more than 1-0, especially because James O'Connor said in the week that they are concentrating on next season. Mm. So I think Orlando are going to have a similar end to the season as what they did last year. Hopefully they won't lose 7-1 like they did. Uh, Who was that again? Was it New England? (laughs) Um, Can't remember. So, yeah, lots to cover on this podcast. Um, And... If you do hear any any external noise, it's because there's currently I can count one, two, I can see five people in high vis jackets with heavy machinery. Uh, uh, six, yeah, uh, and and they're constructing some sort of new studio for us. So just just ignore it if you hear some banging. It is genuinely the builders. I promise. Yeah, I'm not uh, up to no good. <laughs> I'll tell you what. We always talk about Orlando. SKC have got the win. Um, let's talk more about that because SKC now second in the West. Yep. It's really tight in the West, but you would you'd say that SKC will probably make the playoffs. I would be ninety five percent sure about that. I think um, there's certainly more teams that would be on the uh, on on the cusp. There's certainly teams that that I would doubt a lot more than than SKC. Um, overall, they've had a really really strong season. We've seen them play some incredible stuff, um, and they're only what like one point off Dallas anyway. So they could still be uh, still could be in contention to uh, win the West. But I do think Dallas deserve it. Yeah, I, I have been impressed with Dallas this year. Um, although I've been impressed with SKC, it's been a really good um, season in the in the the West. And I think it- SKC just had that period fairly recently where. Where they where they dropped off, but early on the the dominance was definitely from from both those sides in the West. Yeah, and I think apart from LAFC, I think our attention really has been on the East because of the teams we support. But mm. the West is really hotting up there. SKC now uh, eight points clear of Vancouver in seventh. However, they are second, so there's a whole load of teams in between where, um, and you go down to really LA Galaxy in eighth and if those teams get a good run they will break into the playoffs so last year it was tight at the end this year it looks like it's going to be tight as well um just a quick one on Orlando Dwyer had two chances through on goal mm-hmm. should Dwyer be scoring more or is it this because he's, he's clearly been fed the ball should he be scoring those chances should he be scoring more um yeah should be putting those away but but so should every so should every striker so should every forward um you know, when it gets to this point, I think you've got to, you've got to look at uh, confidence. You know, d- does it really matter? No. Uh, has the season been over for weeks? Yes. Um, Dwyer, when you drill down into stats, we had this conversation. I think whilst I was over in the states, um, in terms of appearances and goals, uh, it's actually really not that disappointing. Uh, he's actually had a, a, a fairly fairly good season. Um, it's more for me. It's about the 
the new attacking style that, that James O'Connor's brought. I think we've played much better going forward. We've looked a lot more dangerous. I, I just think we're, we're missing, other than Dwyer, we are missing in in that final third. Mm. And I think next season that's something that has to be has to be rectified 100%. I've been encouraged. We've only won one game under James O'Connor, and it's bizarre because <laughs> I've been really encouraged by the the way that they've been playing. Um I think with a with a stronger roster playing playing like that, Orlando would, would do a lot better than they have this year. Uh, well Orlando joint bottom, uh twelve points off the playoffs. So I can't think, wait for that playoff. <laughs> I think James uh, is probably right. You are looking to next season. Right. That's it. No talking about Orlando anymore. Yes. Uh, the weekend was kicked off by New York City versus DC United. New yeah. York City coming from a, a defeat in the week against New England Revolution. and They went 1-0 down and I was like, surely, surely yeah. this isn't happening again. They managed to claw it back, get 1-1. For New York City, now New York City are, are going to make the playoffs. They're next in line in the East to get into the playoffs. Uh, a win at the weekend, or the next game is probably going to put them there. Yep. However, what's going on at the moment? Mm-hmm. Because they've won, not won in five games. Yeah. The home form at the start of the season was putting them to the top of the league. They've not won in four now, I don't think, at home. Yeah, I've not got it in front of me. I'm pretty sure they've not. They've won one in eight games or something like that. Yeah. Um, which a lot of people are saying it's the Vieira effect. Um you know, losing somebody as influential as Vieira halfway through the season is always going to be a massive, massive loss. Uh, but I, I think they've got they've got the roster. I, I mean, they're always going to make the playoffs. They've got forty nine points. New England are in seventh with thirty three. They're going to make the playoffs. Uh, it's just, I just think more than anything, they need a little bit of form. They need to mm-hmm. carry a little bit of form into into the postseason, and that's where that's where they need to start picking up points. Because in reality, yes, it's nice to finish. Uh, you know, first or, or or second or third, get that get that high seed for the playoffs. But more than anything, let's get some confidence back in in that side. Let's let's get them playing back to basics uh, and learning to win games again. Because in the playoffs, you don't get a second chance. No, I was I, I was listening to the guys on Extra Time uh, Radio in the states uh, last week, and they were saying that did they shout us out again? They didn't actually. Yeah. Um, but we have shouted us out before, so hello if any of you are listening. Uh, they were saying how with uh, the new manager, with Torrent coming in, he's, whereas with Patrick Vieira, they would make mistakes, but mm. the way they played meant they were going to win the game. If you were to put a bet on more than three goals a game, New York would be one of yeah. those teams where you'd, you'd do it. However, Torrent's coming in, he's trying to eradicate those mistakes, but in doing that, I mean, not making as many mistakes. However, going forward, they're not as fluent. For me, it, they will get in the playoffs. There's, what, six, seven games left? Sort it out now. If they can pick up a few wins before the end of the season, get a bit of farm, and they eradicate the situation they're in now, they could go and win the MLS Cup. They've got the players to do it, and they've had the downtime now where they're dropping points, but it doesn't matter because they're 16 points clear in the playoffs. Mm. However, they're still the best of the rest, though. They're chasing down two 
incredible sides. I mean, Atlanta get all the plaudits, but but New York Red Bulls, you know, played one game more, but they're right up there with Atlanta. Yeah, I literally. think if it wasn't, if they weren't in the same conference, it would be in my eyes in Atlanta, yeah. New York Red Bulls, MLS Cup. But uh, and I think New York City will definitely be up there. However, they've got to get past Atlanta and potentially New York Red Bulls if they want to get in the MLS Cup. I think going forward, I think next season they will get it right. But uh, it's just at the moment, it must be frustrating for the fans looking and thinking. Because New York Red Bulls got a new manager at a similar time, mm. yet they've, they've been flying. They've kicked on. Yeah, so New York City, I think we both agreed they will make the playoffs, definitely. They will get a high placing in there. So they will probably be at home in the playoffs. But And that's a horrible place to go. That's a massive yeah. advantage. Well, let's just see. Let's see how they end. Let's see if they can pick up a few wins, get a bit of confidence beforehand, because we all know playoffs, you need that confidence going in. Toronto did it last year where they they blew everyone away and mm. they carried it on in the playoffs. DC United. <laughs> you put a tweet on this week. Yeah. Wayne Rooney, take a bow. You're still smug about this, aren't you? Uh, right, you tell the story. So when the rumours started that Wayne Rooney would sign for uh, DC, we mentioned on the podcast about this and we said, mainly you, you had a very a big rant about it. I had a smaller rant. I just said calmly, yeah, I think he'll be a good player for Alan. <laughs> but you had a big rant because the DC fans, this is what they were waiting for. They were waiting for a star name. However, they were saying, well, we've got Mattox. Wayne Rooney's past it. Mm. They weren't happy at all. They, no. were, they were saying he's, he's not what we need. And I was like... Wait a minute, the guy's just left United. He's playing for Everton. Yeah. He'd still been that Everton lineup every single week. So, with respect, he's more than good enough for DC United. Yeah. And and I did have a little bit of a rant about this and it's it's on our uh, Instagram, it's on our Twitter if you want to have a listen back. But I mean, I don't want to say I've been proven right, but oh wow, I've been proven right. Go on, what's the stats? So since uh, I tell you what, before Wayne Rooney came in, we knew DC United. They'd not played many games. They'd got a load of games in hand. However, they played fourteen. They, they played fourteen. They were near the bottom. How many points did they have? They had two wins and eight points. Right. Since he's come in, mm-hmm. how many games? How many points? How many wins? It's now updated. Twelve games, six wins. They won fifty percent of their games now, and they've got twenty points. So, two less games, but twelve more points. Look at that. I mean, <laughs> you just need to look at the two games in particular, annoyingly for us, are against our teams, Orlando yeah. and Atlanta. We all, we all know what happened against Orlando in the last minute. The Atlanta game... But even I was like, fair play. Yeah, like, we are heroic. Were. And the Atlanta game, he did control that. He, he scored the penalty. He was creating stuff. Even in the last minute, he managed to turn... I think maybe Gonzalez Perez, or mm. the left back, whoever it was. It might have been Bello, actually, but... Um, Last minute, he just turns him on the wing and just as a, a run at goal. He, he's a quality player. He could still do it in England. He needed that change, though. Yep. And he, he's gone there, and he's just smashing it. And it's good to see, not only because it proves us right, but it's good to see Wayne Rooney still got it because, you know, he's that player where for years he was England's talisman. He's England's yep. uh, leading never goal scorer. And you you hate to see class players. You look at like the likes of Kaka after he moved to Real Madrid, for example. You hate to see those players who are top quality players just dwindle away. And 
He just the career fades out, and Wayne's Pirlo in his last year at New York was—I mean, it was tragic. It was upsetting to watch. Yeah, the guy was just the passes weren't going. You know, it it was—it wasn't nice. If your legs have gone and your asset is just passing, and you lose that passing, (laughs) you got nothing left. Exactly. Um, so, a good draw for DC. Uh, DC now took four points from the last two games. New York City away and Atlanta at home. That's that's impressive. And, again, I know they had a slip-up against Philly, but these, DC have a team with form going into the playoffs. I mean, not even in the playoff standings yet. Nice. So, you know... Um, but I, I think they're going to do it. Well, they five points off Montreal impact. They've got uh, two games in hand on them. So. They've got the momentum as well. It's key. It's so key at this time of year. Forget your roster. Forget what's going on. It's, forget how many points you've got. It's momentum. And they've mm. got so much, more than anybody. DC have got that momentum. Since Wayne arrived, since they moved into Audi Field, they have got that momentum. For me, their biggest game of the season now is Minnesota on Thursday morning yep. here in the UK. Because, yeah, you can get points off Atlanta, you can get a point away at New York City. It's good results, and they're bonus points because they weren't expected to get them. Now, Minnesota at home, that's a must-win game. You'd expect them to win. That's one of the games in hand. If they win, and if they win comfortably, which they can do, that'll really... It, that'll put them within touching distance of the playoffs, which they've not really been yet. And let's be honest, they will have they will have earmarked that. They will have put a mark on that game and said, "This is a must-win game. Mm. It's fine going to going to take points off the big teams, but if you have to, they will have looked through the their remaining fixtures when they were halfway through when Wayne joined or five weeks ago, and they will have said, "Look, guys, we can do this. If you beat, you have to beat these teams." You have to win these particular games. And Minnesota is 100% one of those. I think it's big for Wayne as well because he's used to playing those big games. He's never been in a position yeah. where he's the underdog. He steps up and everyone respects him so much that when he steps up, everyone else raises their game. We've seen it happen already. And the games are going to get bigger and bigger and bigger. It's nothing to Wayne. Yeah. These these are MLS regular season games. It's nothing to him. But there's kids out on that pitch. There's kids there that are looking up to this guy and they can't believe they're on the same field as mm. him. Even t- t- players on the other team are raising their game because Wayne Rooney's on the field. I, I-, I really, uh, I really think they're going to do it. Yeah, and what he's done for like Ariola as well, Acosta, Assad's playing well. He's, he's, re- you know, he's that forward line for DC now is playing as well as Minnesota was. Uh, they're not yeah. scoring as many goals as Minnesota was ha- halfway through the season, but when they were scoring fours and fives, Quintero was scoring and Ramirez yeah. and all that. Uh, yeah, they're playing as well as that. So, good results for DC. Um, we'll see next week whether they can push themselves into the playoffs. The last game of the weekend, uh, Portland Timbers 2, Colorado Rapids nil. I'll I be mean, honest, I didn't see this because it was on at stupid o'clock in the yeah, morning. Yeah, this was a, one of those games where we basically say, good luck if you're staying up for this. Um, <laughs> we'll leave you to it. I watched the highlights. Uh, Portland Timbers, it was an expected result. It was an expected performance. They have they, they went off the boil a bit. They had all that long unbeaten run. I think they lost four in a row. Now they've picked up seven from the last three. They're back into the playoff picture. Um, and what I mean by that is they're, they're safely in the playoffs. Mm. They're not on the edge. And um, you'd, you'd fancy Portland. We've always said that. We like Portland as a, you know, watching them. You'd fancy them to get into the playoffs. They've got cute dogs as well. 
Yes, we posted a picture of a, a, a dog in a Portland top. So MLS UK show on Twitter if you want to check that out. Um, I mean, the game was the game. You know, it's Portland won. They was expected. Uh, he obviously got his debut goal, which yep. is good for him. Uh, Valeri got a second in the second half, even though he didn't really know much about it. <laughs> Blanco just <laughs> really just blasted that's out his head. That's a touch of class, though, when you, know, when you don't even know you're scoring goals. Yeah, and he's scoring. So that's his 10th of the season. Looking in the um, looking in the West, I'm going to put it out there. Those six that are in the playoff picture now. So That's we've it. got FC, yeah, FC Dallas, SKC, LAFC, RSL, all the abbreviations, mm-hmm. Portland Timbers, and Seattle Sounders. They're my six who I think will get in the playoffs. So you, we're going to get onto Galaxy in a bit, but you don't think there's a late surge? No, I don't. And you'll find out in my five things. There's a bit of uncertainty about Zlatan, and I think if that if that starts to heat up a bit, that would really they'll, they'll have a poor end to the season. Vancouver one point off. I just think Seattle's farm at the moment is is too good. I don't think Seattle will finish sixth. I think they'll finish higher. But they've got I, a game in hand. Yeah, I think I just think those those six will be the ones. Okay, I don't disagree. I'm just I'm just throwing it out, throwing these ideas out there. Okay. Uh, right. Well, it was, yeah, short but sweet MLS this weekend. Um, full fixture list next weekend, which we're looking forward to. Um, just a quick one on uh, I know Canada won 8 0 against like the Virgin Islands. Basically, yeah, it was the Virgin Islands. I remembered that. Um, it looked like somewhere DC would have played a home game at the start of the season. Yeah. So we don't need to discuss that too much. Um, Canada, you'd expect them to win that. USA played Brazil. Did you watch any of this? No, I didn't see this. This was in uh, New York. It was at the MetLife Stadium. Yep. Um, Where the I... World Cup final is going to be, no less. Yeah. Uh, and it's, it looks a great stadium, even though it's not a soccer-specific stadium. Mm-hmm. Um, All about soccer-specific stadiums, <laughs> mate. I, I thought the USA played... The USA are in a transitional period. I thought they played all right. Brazil are just Brazil. Brazil won it in the first half. Um, Anthony Robinson, who was at Bolton last year, is now at Wigan. He got caught out. Getting paid. Yeah, he got caught out uh, for the first goal. Probably learnt that at Wigan. Um, and then he got a, a debatable penalty, Brazil, just before half time, and, and Neymar took it away. But uh, USA, I'm encouraged by it. And I think um, it's weird watching the USA because you just expect, for us, you expect it to be full of MLS players. And it's obviously not. Yeah. You've got players dotted about playing in other leagues but the the MLS players who did play I was impressed with them and they held their own against Brazil and I think it was a, a diff, they had a really good start and it was a difficult middle period when Brazil got into the game but um, and then the second half I, I must admit I was falling asleep so I didn't take <laughs> much of it in but um, did you see Yedlin's uh, supposed foul on Neymar yes and he Yedlin uh, Newcastle United Yedlin just went hey man did you watch the World Cup come on <laughs> To the referee, I thought it was quite. Funny. And the referee just goes, "Yes, <laughs> <laughs> uh, brilliant." Um, yeah, so yeah, a transitional period for the for the US men's national team. A lot of people worried that having departed LA Galaxy, Siggy Schmidt could be taking charge. It's not very good, is it, when people are worried? <laughs> no, i i don't I don't think that would happen. Nah, I I think Siggy. I don't know where Siggy's going to go because he was obviously part of LA Galaxy for such a long time. I mm. think um, I think he needs a, a bit of time out just to to rest because Bolton LA, are looking for someone. We're not looking for a manager. Hands off, Phil Parkinson. Um, 
I, I think for LA Galaxy must be one of a stressful job. There's a, there must be a lot of pressure on you if you're LA Galaxy mm. manager with the players that we tend to bring in. Um, so I think he needs a rest. Where he's going to go next, I actually don't know. It wouldn't surprise me if it was with, let's say, I don't know, San Jose. That would not surprise me if they change at the end of the season, which, let's face it, they probably... 20 weeks too late. Yeah. Uh, so 25. He wouldn't surprise, because obviously he won't have to move far as well with San Jose. Mm. Um, so that wouldn't surprise me one bit. So it's basically swapsies, because Dominic Kinnear's come in from uh, San Jose. Yeah. He's been assistant at Galaxy and he's now their interim manager. And it's his job. We just discussed the West. Let's take another look. So it's his job to get LA, LA Galaxy, who currently sit on 38 points, mm-hmm. above that line where Seattle are currently on 41. Now, this is really doable. But yeah. again, it's the momentum. The change of manager is going to come at a perfect time. They can't do anything else. They need to change something. And they need something to get them across that line. We gave them a lot of credit five, six weeks ago because they were just outscoring everybody. Yeah. Orlando went and sco- went away and scored a bucket load and, and still managed to lose the game. That never happened. No. Um, they were outscoring everybody and, and you kind of had to hand it to them. If, you know, if you're going to win, do it, do it in an entertaining way. It's great for us to, great for us to watch. Can they, can they get across that line with a change of manager? I don't believe that Kinnear is is that big commanding figure that's going to you know the the Wayne Rooney effect let's say i don't believe mm. he's got that like in my ex- short very short experience of, of mls i saw him as the manager of san jose and they were terrible <laughs> yeah i i agree I, I agree because let's look at examples of new york red bulls they were doing really well jesse marsh went um assistant manager at, is it leipzig mm-hmm. yeah uh but they were doing really well. So to have the assistant stick around, that consistency's there, and it's shown it was the right decision because they're doing their top of the, you know, top of the league, and, and they're doing really well. LA Galaxy, I do think need a change because that consistency isn't there. They get a, a, a great game and a draw at home to LAFC on the first half performance. Arguably should have won that game, and then a the week after losing six yeah. one away at RSL, Zlatan. Uh, Rightly so, the guy's he's an old guy, you know, he won't be playing every game. He chooses the games and the pitches he wants to play on. So that consistency's not there. We've discussed Ashley Cole, who won in a, on his day, one of the best defenders in the league, yeah. but he's always about two or three games away from a red card and then he gets suspended. So that consistency's not there. Gio uh, Dos Santos, again, one of the best players in the league on his day, he doesn't do it enough. Mm. Jonathan De Santos, uh, Dos Santos does it more than Gio. Can we get some more Dos Santos brothers, please? <laughs> yeah. um, and Alessandrini hasn't really done it consistently this season. So for LA Galaxy to be where they are, I think is a good season. They, they, it's certainly they've certainly built on last year. Yeah, they've built on it. LA Galaxy as a club should be in the playoffs every season. Yeah, but comparing them to last season, they've built on it. But I just think it's not quite there yet. You need to manage it, whether it's uh, Canero or whether it's someone else. You need that manager to work with him over the winter, see what happens with Latan, and then just build next season and try and get into the playoffs. But for me, it that uh, that appointment just <laughs> thanks. Ignore the banging. Uh, that appointment just says. It just says to me that they're just like, let's ride the season out of getting yeah, the playoffs, there, then great. There has to be a bigger plan, yeah, managerially. Have they said why he's, he's gone yet? 
Is it just a tactical thing? It, well, yeah, it was very... Um, what's the word? I feel like it was all being kept under under yeah. the hat. And he stepped down. Well, because you'd think that... LA Galaxy didn't play last weekend. You'd think that they would have done it at the start of the week, giving then Kinnear two weeks to work with the players. Mm. And it, they just waited a week. Something's happened. Because it, put yourself in in Siggy, Siggy's shoes, okay? <laughs> and, okay. His baggy, and his baggy T-shirt. Yeah. Uh, it's even drowned you. <laughs> um, your manager of... Your coach of LA Galaxy. You've played 38... Uh, sorry, 28 games... You've got 38 points, and you're only three, four points off making a real, real um, bid for a playoff spot. I wouldn't give up on myself. I'd be like, no, I can do this. Yeah. Something's happened there, and I'm sure at some point it'll all come out in the wash. It will. Um, I think the LA Galaxy, more than other clubs, would have a lot more player power, so I don't know whether it's a a player or a group of players that have said, listen, we don't want to work with this guy or we don't see a future with him. Mm. You don't know, but I don't think LA Galaxy will get in the playoffs. I, I don't mind them. I, I would like to see them there and Zlatan have a proper crack at it and see what they can do because on the day they can beat anyone, but I just don't think the consistency is there. They're already behind a Seattle team that are in really good form. They've they've won eight in a row. They've got the record for that. I don't see that changing. So good luck to him but it's, I, I'm looking forward to seeing how they do without mm. Siggy uh, because it's going to be a bit of a change they could still clinch it by the way right MLS are obsessed with that word clinched yeah Cl- like actually just it's one of those words the more you say it say it just like think it in your head and, and say it out loud clinched what clinched. a weird word is it one of those we always talk about this don't we weird weird words that you're just using everyday language but when you actually think about them clinched they haven't. They haven't. They haven't grabbed a playoff spot. They haven't secured a playoff spot. They've clinched a playoff spot. Ooh. I always I look like at. It. So this is going way off topic, but I always look at at certain words and think, actually, that looks weird. Yeah. And I do it. And the word I did it recently with was when I was driving. I obviously live in Manchester, and the signs, road signs up for Liverpool. When you look at, write down, if you listen to this, write down the word Liverpool or type it into your computer. It just looks a weird word. It begins and ends with an L. There's a couple of O's in there. Think about it, it's just all a weird... The, all the noun, uh, all the, what's the... Consonants? Con- no! Vowels. Vowels, that's yeah. it. Oh, God. Uh, right, anyway, we're not Clinched. playing countdown. Let's move, <laughs> let's move on. Weird words for the day. Clinched and Liverpool. Clinched. <laughs> Sounds too much like clenched, and that's a whole oh. new. That's a whole new thing. Moving on, uh, right? Big news. Another big news in MLS this week. Oh, this was this was uh, this was big. This was huge. Arguably the biggest news of the season so far. Twenty twenty. We are going to experience Inter Miami. If you thought the Wayne Rooney effect was impressive, wait for the David Beckham effect. We've already seen it once at the club we've just been talking about, LA Galaxy. But David Beckham now has his very own soccer team coming to MLS. And, oh, wow, as if things weren't bad enough for Orlando. (laughs) We got new rivals. Um, Right, we need to break this down because we've not really spoke about Miami or Inter Miami as they are now, International the Soccer Club Miami or whatever he's called them. Let's break it down. First of all, if you think of the Adidas kits, yeah, are they going to go? Are they going to go pink with black 
trimmed or black with pink trims? It's got, well, home and away. What would be the home kit? Home's got to be black with pink. It's going to look so good. I think it would be the other way around. I, I agree. I you think, think they'll play in pink? I think black and pink will be a better uh, look. However, I think just for that identity, I think they'll go pink home shirt. Do you know in the UK we have... Um, oh, it's giving me tingles thinking about it and I hate it because I'm supposed to not like them. They don't even exist yet. Let's not fabricate more rivalries. Um, do you know in the UK we have third kits? Yeah. So like Norwich have got a third kit, which is great. We had a purple one last year, Orlando mm. style. Bolton have just brought out a third kit as well. They need everyone to buy that. Yeah. Um, imagine, right? Imagine right. if their third kit... Someone might have already mentioned this online. I haven't seen it if they have. But imagine if they used Tommy Vassetti's Hawaiian shirt... <laughs> From GTA Vice City. Vice City, right? As the design for the third kit, <laughs> we'll have to make that. If you're really good at Photoshop, and you used to play Vice City a lot, like me and you did, and like mm. I still do, because you can buy it on PlayStation. Please, can you make us a photoshopped Tommy Vassetti Miami into Miami shirt? We'll uh, just spam Bex with it, yeah, until he does it. <laughs> I mean, he probably gets loads of uh, social media stuff every day. I'll actually Instagramming him. I'll have them printed and we'll sell them. All right, deal. If anyone wants to do it, do it and tweet us at MLS UK Show, please. Because how good would it be? Someone might have already done it. I'm, I've, I've not checked this out, but I just thought, what a great idea. We will check it. If someone has already done it, don't just take theirs and send it <laughs> us. We will check that it's legitimate. Um, right. So we've discussed the kits now. A few players have, have come out and said mm. that they would be interested uh, to play for him. The rumour is that like, he's after Ronaldo, which is, is <laughs> I just think that's a, just a natural sort of link there. Um, I know Ronaldo has never played with David Beckham. He was signed to replace yeah. Beckham at Man United, but I think the, the link is there. Antoine Griezmann said this week that he would play. It'd be hard for him to turn it down. My opinion on that? is that when this is from the guy who made his video announcement that he was staying at Atletico Madrid on the day of the first day of the World Cup, this is a guy who probably just says stuff to get in the paper. So I ain't looking too much into this. Now, it was blown a little bit out of proportion, this Griezmann stuff, because he actually also said that he wouldn't mind playing for LA. I just think Miami and Beckham are not going to come into MLS without a big name. I don't care whether the trend that Atlanta set is is to go, you know, sign these young hungry players. Beckham's going to arrive with friends. He's got friends. He's got an impressive black book. He's going to arrive with someone. Uh, Griezmann's a good fit. I just think they'll probably be someone even more impressive. I'll be honest. Yeah, uh, to be fair, I think Griezmann. He's he's got another six seven years in mm. Europe anyway, so I don't think he'd go. But I think you're right. I think Atlanta. You've kind of got on the scale. You've got Atlanta who did it without any star signings really. Then you've got LAFC who had Carlos Vela and uh, a few and then signed Lee Gwynn. but really they've signed at the start of the season. They signed. Uh, Good players from within the league. From within the league, they've gone on then to sign. Basically, if a striker scores two in a game, mm-hmm. they've just gone and signed them. Um, so I think it'll be on. It'll be the other end of a scale. What about coaching staff? Siggy Schmidt. <laughs> no, do you, I don't. do you get Ryan Giggs in? 
Nah. No, I think Ryan, Ryan Giggs, is, his dream is to move Man United manager, so I think he'll stick around sort of Europe, so it, it keeps him in Man United's eye line. Um, Who does David Beckham get to manage his MLS team? Does he do it himself? No, I don't <laughs> think he would. I, I think Bex is, uh, Bex is happy just being in the stands and David Moyes? Definitely not. <laughs> Manchester United legend. Um... Who would it? Let's see. He's so his managers he's had Neville's, yeah, maybe. But I think they'd get a bigger name. You'd need someone who is Thierry Henry, maybe Capello. He worked at England with, Mm -hmm. and Real Madrid. I think so. Maybe Um, Zidane. His mates with Zidane. Imagine. Like for all the class of '92 at Man United, he's got a, a his black book with Real Madrid. Uh, his former Real Madrid colleagues is is impressive. Figo, yeah, Roberto Carlos, Jonathan Woodgate, <laughs> Michael Owen. Um, I don't know. This is what's going to be exciting. There's going to be so many rumors over the next few years. Gerard, Steven Gerard, Frank Lampard. They've both gone into management. Perhaps. So we'll have to wait and see. This Lamp- is going to. This is such an exciting time, and I know. Yeah. Like, don't get me wrong. Look, Orlando are my team for a reason. That, that, that's the the place that I fell in love with in in America. I'm not switching on anyone here, but um, you know, lots going to be made of this Miami team more than um, more than the, the sides, more than more than Nashville, for example, more than Cincinnati. A lot is going to be made about this Miami team. There's going to be a lot of eyes on them. It's an exciting time for MLS. I'm so excited that that we've started doing this and we're on board with this and and that the UK fan base is growing. David Beckham's involved now as well. It gets bigger and bigger and bigger. That UK tie with MLS seems to to grow every single week. Yeah. Um, David Beckham, the brand Beckham that we've been aware of for years, he ain't going to want to... He ain't gonna want to just like do this just quietly. He's gonna be big. the The build up's gonna be big. The actual first game is gonna be huge. the The kit's gonna be big. He's gonna get a big manager to be in there. He's gonna get big players. I said to you though the other day, not a big player, but a well known player, and I think would work well with the sort of Latin America sort of Mexican market. Mm. My pick, I think, who he will get to play there, Javier Hernandez. He's playing for West Ham. He's sort of gone off the boil a bit. His time in Europe, he's probably thinking, well, what do I do now? Javier Hernandez, that's my pick to sign for into Miami. And I think he'll do as well as Carlos Vera is doing in, in the league. I think that'd be a great signing. Five things? Five things. Go on. Uh, four things, because we know what one of them is. Yeah, Marvin Emmez signed for... Vancouver this week. He used to play at Blackburn and Middlesbrough, but don't that don't let that put you off him. Um I think he's another he's another player who who he can score goals. He scored goals in England, so You struggled with this, didn't you? Because we all we always play this game. Um Yeah. We we always play this game. Actually, let's play let's play this in a bit. Okay. Um so we always play this game and I'll say, Right, I'm thinking of a player. They've played for Middlesbrough, Blackburn and Swansea. Yeah, and they've just signed for Vancouver Whitecaps. Who are they? And you were like, um, and it was tough. It was really tough. I'll give you that. It was really difficult because um, it's not the most elusive uh, career path, is it? Blackburn, no. Middlesbrough, Swansea. Uh, but a former Premier League player, Marvin Emnez, signs for Vancouver Whitecaps. Shall we? Um, shall we set a little one of these up? 
And we should do this every week. Yeah, who are I've, we thinking of? I've got one that we did recently. Okay. All right. Let me just uh, let me just find it because we this is one that I mentioned recently. So I'll give you the career path of a player. Yeah. And everybody at home has to try and guess before the end of the podcast who it is. Okay, so started their career with Peterborough United. <laughs> yeah. Who in League One, I think, in England? Played You know who this is, by the way. So okay. played predominantly for Preston. Played hundred and eighty five times for Preston. However, after going to Middlesbrough and Leicester, moved to Orlando City and Colorado Rapids. They ha- ha- they now play for Geisley. How many times did he play for Colorado Rapids? Twelve. Right. So if you remember a footballer who played 12 times for Colorado Rapids, but came from Orlando City... Where he did- played 15 times. Did he win anything at Orlando? He did win something at Orlando. But there's your clue. Lifted a trophy with Orlando City. Who is it? We'll give you the answer at the end. I like this game. Let's do this more, please. Yeah. Um, anyway, four things. <laughs> so now, uh, yeah, the, the other four of the five things that you may miss from MLS this week. The most exciting thing is that the Philadelphia Union have got a new mascot. And they built this up really well, in my opinion, because they had it uh, hatching from an egg. The, it was at a local zoo. They had to bring it inside because it was raining. I saw them tweet. I knew nothing about this. I just saw them tweet saying, we've had to move it inside because apparently you can't hatch things outside. I was like, what are they up to? Um, their mascot is Fang. Now, Fang is uh, like a snake, dragon kind of thing that they have on the badge. Uh, so Fang, P-H-A-N-G. Obviously. Um, is their new mascot. And he was hatched at the Philly Zoo on Monday. I, I must admit, I've not seen any videos of this, so I, they did invite people to come down. I don't know how many people did come down and actually watch a guy in a suit hatch from an egg. <laughs> but uh, I think it was great marketing, and, and they have now have a mascot, which I'm surprised if they've, they've they've either changed it or I'm surprised they've not had one before. Have Atlanta got a mascot? Um, I don't think they have. No, they, 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 they sort of hammer the nail into mm. the thing, but that's it. Hmm. So Timbers have Timber Joey, don't they? Is he a mascot or is he just a fan? It's weird because he's a real person. Yeah. Um, well, if there's any kids listening, Fang is a real snake dragon thing. Join yeah. or die or we'll <laughs> set Fang on you. Um, Columbus crew, we, we're keeping our eye on this. It's the save the crew situation. Save Bolton as well. <laughs> um Although Save the Wanderers. I think not many uh, teams that are in a, a worse situation than Bolton, but I think Columbus are, considering... They that, do run you a close second. Yeah, considering that they uh, they might not even have a team in Columbus. Uh, basically, this has gone to court. A judge has heard the arguments from both sides of this. Of course, a few weeks ago, we saw Austin... Um, their badge... Austin FC. Austin FC, they're going green, whereas Inter Miami have gone pink. And this has all come from pre-court who have uh, who have, have basically agreed a plot of land, they've agreed a deal in Austin to build a $200 million stadium. However, the reason this is going to court, and I was looking this up, is that in 1996, after the Cleveland Browns moved to Cleveland, who were an NFL team, there was a law put in place that basically any 
cl- any club in any sport who is moving, they have to give six months' notice so then a local business or a local investor or whatever then has the opportunity to come and, re- and buy the club. Right. So... I'll be honest with you, as as long as, in my eyes, as long as Columbus stay in Columbus, I would love a team in Austin. So I'd love them yeah, both yeah, yeah. to have a team because it could, it, it could be a big rivalry yeah. and it, it could really... See, that's a real rivalry. Yeah, but um, I I think Columbus is a is a, a great city in Ohio for soccer. They've shown that and I know the, the, the crowds have dwindled a bit, but they have shown and I think they've got an identity. So it would be a shame, but I'd, I'd like them to both have a team. And they're, they're 10 points into the playoffs as well, so yeah. that's happening. Um, Postseason is on. And then you'd have, you'd have questions, well... Not clinched yet, though. It's not, no, but you'd uh, <laughs> you'd um, you'd have to question then, well, do, is it a brand new start for Austin, or do they take on, if the crew won the MLS Cup, would they take that on? You don't know, but lots of questions need to be answered. Um, I mentioned this before... Zlatan Ibrahimovic, there's uh, rumours that Egyptian side, and I'm not making this up, this is their genuine name, Pyramids FC. <laughs> their owner, <laughs> their owner has been given the green light to try and make a move for Zlatan, and apparently it's not, he's not said no. He's not said yes, but he's not said no. So Pyramids FC are looking to uh, move for Zlatan. One last payday for him. Personally, I think this, this would won't, be... This won't happen. I don't think it would happen. He wants that MLS Cup. If it did happen, I think it would be really damaging for the MLS because Zlatan is part of the mm. elite players that help sell the league. So I think it would be really the revolution. damaging. So hopefully this won't happen, but we'll keep our eyes on that. Pyramids FC, if you want to look them up. Uh, and finally, DC United, Wayne Rooney has been a very busy lad this weekend. He was in New York City to play New York City. Uh, he caught up with Neymar while he were there because Neymar was there with Brazil. They had a picture with uh, Wayne Rooney's son. And Rooney's FIFA 19 rating has been announced. Yep. So the best player in MLS last year, it was joint. It was Giovinco and David Villa. They had 82 what, what do you think Wayne Rooney's got this year? Um, Giovinco and David Villa were 82. Last year, yeah. So I don't know what they're going to be this year, but they were last year. 83. 80. Really? Yes. So uh, if it was last year, we don't know anyone else in MLS yet, but if This it was, is that classic, oh, he's gone to MLS, so he can't be very good. Yeah, so if it was last year, he would have been joint fourth because Schweinsteiger was 81. Um, he'd have been fourth with uh, Piatti, Kaka, and uh, Jonathan mm. DeSantos. So. Kaka got a Legends card as well by the end. Yeah. Because he retired. So, um, yeah, I mean, 80. I, I, I think it's between 80 and 83. What it really frustrates be. me. I'll be right. Let's not turn this into a rant, but FIFA really frustrates me, okay? So, Ultimate Team is one of the best ideas for, for a game mode ever, okay? So just like collecting real football stickers you open packs you build your team on on what you've got you can trade you can buy whatever it really annoys me that there's no way in hell you could ever go online and try and play anyone with a team built from mls players i've always wanted to do it i always said i'm like right i'm gonna build an mls team it's impossible the ratings are all over the place you've got like tim howard better than i don't know uh brad guzan and then like honestly, it's a shambles. The players that they handpick to be amazing are ridiculous, and then it leaves you with like 
four good players and the rest are all like bronze and silver. They need to sort that out because MLS, there's there's so much. Like, I'd love to have Alfonso Davis. I'd love to have Martinez. And I'd love to have Kleschen playing with um, Miggy. But you can't because like three of them will probably be rated about 12. <laughs> Uh, well, we'll see. FIFA is out at the end of uh, the month, so we'll do uh, we'll do a bit on that. If you follow us on Twitter at MLS UK Show, we'll, we'll probably post who the the leading players and leading teams are. Mm. So we'll do quite a lot of that as uh, when that gets released. You've pre-ordered it, haven't you? So I have. You'll know three days uh, early access. Ah, right. So we'll, you'll find out three days before uh, <laughs> it's released and what the stats are. Oh, another hole in the wall. Oh, sorry, that the, the, that's not us. We've not had our lunch yet, but that's not us. Um, that is actually a drill next door. That's in a our studio. massive drill. That's really long. That's a really big one. Have you ever seen one that long before? I've not. No, I've seen. I've never seen it vibrate that much either. Real good drilling. That anyway. Has he? Has he finished? Or is he? Hard to tell. Uh, I think he's finished. Right, well, before Short and sweet. Uh, we get distracted anymore and before the builders knock a hole through the wall, um, shall we look at what's happening this week in MLS? Let's do it. Are you going to do the production that we don't have because we're not in our studio? <laughs> this week in MLS. Promise, as soon as we get into our studio, we will have the production back. It will sound a lot better. Right, stop, stop, stop. Right, right, right. Don't call it a comeback. Your boy is on it. I wasn't going to mention this, but I'm going to have to. Predictions. Each week we do predictions, and then the week after we will say, oh, Henry's won, or very rarely, Elliot's won. I was 11-2 up at one point. The last podcast you won, you got more points than me because we give 10 points for a correct outcome. Sorry, correct score. Five points for a correct outcome. And then, because we didn't do a podcast last week, I was unable to reveal that you won again. So the comeback is on. I'm Don't winning. Don't call it a comeback. I'm winning 11 4. I'm winning this season. So with the playoffs, there is an opportunity for you to actually make, clinch. clinch it. Um, <laughs> I'll be honest, I think I just need to win like two. No, well, don't spoil it before the end of the season. But I've, I've not, I've not won in two, so I'm. Don't call it a comeback. But the comeback is on, baby. You're Seattle, and I'm Orlando at the moment. Yep. Uh, right. So this week in MLS, it kicks off on Thursday morning. Um, well, Wednesday night in the states. Thursday morning here. This is half twelve in the morning. DC versus Minnesota United. Now, we have discussed this when we were talking about DC United and we said how big this game is after picking up four points against New York City and Atlanta will they get the win yes 2-1 DC United 2-1 yep okay I think 3-0 to DC United Uh, Saturday evening this is at half eight uh, Colorado Rapids versus Atlanta United Atlanta secured sorry clinched a playoff place um, clinched last week so they'll be I think it's going to be interesting to see the, the clubs that have, have clinched playoff places, how they react to the end of the season. Because mm. I suppose for Atlanta and New York Red Bulls, the supporters' shield is there. So they'll want to win games to get that. However, for the rest of them, the one by one, when they clinch their spot, um, whether that opportunity is there or not and whether the rest players will be interesting. Colorado Rapids can be eliminated from the whole thing if they lose. Mm, I... I 
think this is a this is all stroll in the park for Atlanta. I'm going four nil. Four nil on the road. Four nil win. Wow, I think it'll be two nil. I think uh, Atlanta away from home have not really blown any teams away. They've just done the job, and I think they'll do that. Um, I don't see Colorado scoring now. Uh, right, Sunday morning, half twelve. Philadelphia Union with Fang. I think Fang's making his debut. Go on, Fang. Uh, they're at home to Montreal. This is um, a this big is game. Tough. tough to call. It's a tough call, but it's, it's an interesting... It's a big game in the playoff picture, isn't it? Because Philadelphia are fifth, Montreal sixth. Yeah, I, I'm i going to go two all. Hmm. A 2-2 two, two tie. This is tough to call. I think with Philadelphia's farm and the impact that Fang's going to have... <laughs> I think Philadelphia will win. I think it'll be I think it'll be one 0 though to Philadelphia. Fang's gonna help them clinch. <laughs> Same time, uh half twelve on Sunday morning. Toronto FC versus LA Galaxy. This huge. is a huge game, glamour fixture. Um Toronto find themselves nine points behind the playoff uh in in the East. With Philadelphia playing Montreal, is this for Toronto? last chance saloon if you get a win they're still in it if they lose that's it yeah and I think you could probably say the same for both teams it wouldn't be over but I think this is massive for both sides so I actually think I actually think LA will do this do you? yeah I think a slim 2-1 win I think it'll be 3-2 to Toronto um, 1 o'clock in the morning FC Dallas versus Columbus Crew FC Dallas, um, top of the West. 3-1 FC Dallas. Yeah, I think they'll win too. I think it'll be... I think it'll be 3-0 FC Dallas. Um, Houston Dynamo, they play Portland Timbers. Portland picked up farm recently. Uh, Houston's manager, Wilmer Cabrera, has come out in a similar fashion to James O'Connor and said that they're playing for pride now because they're 13 points off the playoffs. We do Whereas find... I wish Orlando would just play pride, as in their women's team. <laughs> you do find, especially we've seen it in England before, so, you know when a club gets relegated, like six, they've been awful, they get relegated six games to go to the All end of, of the season. All of a sudden, resurgence. All of a sudden, they start winning games because the pressure's off. Will that happen to Houston? Because they are good at home. I think this will be a 2-1 win for Portland Timbers. Mm. They need it. I think... I I think this would be I think this would be free free. Portland don't concede many, but I just think Houston or pressure's off. I think they'll they'll do quite well. Um, RSL versus Minnesota. Uh, Minnesota. If you could have picked two away games for them, it's probably DC and yeah. RSL in the space of four days. It's probably the two they wouldn't have picked. Um, Mike Peck has said uh, this week, but it's the attention to detail that has meant RSL have done so well, which is fine, and that's great that you're doing that, but surely every other team should be... You should have that attention <laughs> to detail anyway. Yeah, I I do think they've got this, though. I think uh, I think they'll win 3-1. 4-2. Okay. RSL. Vancouver versus Seattle Sounders. Cascadia. Cascadia. Can Seattle um, make it 9 out of 9? It's getting serious now for Seattle. Yeah. Oh, I want them to, but I think they'll lose. I want them to do it, but I think they'll lose. 
I think it'll be 2-1. I don't think they'll lose. Chad Marshall's red card was overturned this week for the SKC incident. I don't know when he, he sort of... Yeah. Um, and he's actually said in that incident that he didn't think that they'd gone to VAR for him. He thought <laughs> it was something else. So when he got a sending off, he was really shocked. I think this will be 2-2. I think Vancouver, even though I don't think they'll get in the playoffs, I think they've, they're really strong. They uh, recently got a point at home to New York Red Bulls as well, so they can do it at home. And I think it'll be the same score. I think it'll be 2-2. Two, two. OK. LAFC versus New England Revolution. Um, Bloodbath. I'm going 4-0. <laughs> Bloodbath. <laughs> the two rivals. 4-0. Um, wow. Yeah. Back on it, LAFC. Even after New England won at New yeah, York City. Back on it. Don't try and change my mind. Just because you want to say 4 0. No, I don't want to say 4 0. It's not going to be 4 0. I think this will be. I think this will be 2 0 to LAFC. Okay, I'm going all the goals now. Right, ready? <laughs> SKC, 3 0 on the road at San Jose. You love. San Jose. If, you, if we were to tally up every single prediction you've had for San Jose. They probably it's probably total San Jose six, everyone else a hundred and twenty six. Well, why would you ever bet on them to win? No, I, I know that, but I mean that you always you're convinced that they're going to lose every game by three or four. They do. <laughs> um, I think this will be three two to SKC. San Jose do score goals though, but they just don't stop conceding. No one notices. Yeah. Um, Right, now we're moving on to Sunday evening. It's, a, it's some big matches on Sunday evening. DC versus New York Red Bulls. That's the only big match. <laughs> um, oh, big at the bottom in the other one. Oh, wow. uh, DC Red Bulls, uh, this, this is huge, to be fair. Yeah. Red Bulls looking to go for the Supporters' Shield. DC desperately chasing down playoffs. one all. I think DC will be buoyed by their win. We're going to suggest that they're going to win against um, Minnesota in the week. But whereas Red Bulls went a a difficult time to DC last time and managed to get a 1-0 win, shut up shop, got the early goal and that was it, I think they'll win again. I think it'll be 2-1 to Red Bulls. Okay. Final game. Uh, it's a playoff for the first draft pick in 2019. <laughs> Chicago versus Orlando City. 2-1 Chicago Fire. I'm assuming this is going to be shown on Sky Sports in the UK. Oh, I, don't, I don't care anymore. 2-1 Chicago Fire. Get on with it. Well, my point is, how are they going to promote this game? Oh, I don't know. They, they can't promote it. It's basically a game... Whose awful run is going to end? And that's why I don't think it will end for either side. I think it'll be a draw. I think... I want that draft pick. I want that first draft pick. You know what? I'm going to do it. I'm going to do no, it. No, it won't be a nil-nil. There's it not won't. been a nil-nil in ages It won't in be nil-nil. It won't be nil-nil. I think both sides will have in the head get the first draft pick. I we are think. not going to keep a clean sheet. Well, Chicago Fire aren't going to keep a clean sheet either, but both teams are just going to... It's just going to explode. Nah, this is not no nil-nil. goals. Not nil-nil. Nil-nil! That's ridiculous. Now, before we go, I did set a quiz. We'll do this again next week because this is fun. We'll do it at the start next week. 
Which player has started his career at Peterborough, moved on to become a Preston North End legend, played for Leicester and Middlesbrough before winning silverware at Orlando City and moving to Colorado Rapids? Can you remember who it was? Because we talked about this before. It was... Sean St. Ledger. Sean St. Ledger. What a Orlando City legend. <laughs> he's not. Uh, he's scored, uh, scored, well, he played 15 games for Orlando and 12 for Colorado. Scored no goals. Interestingly, uh, despite being a Preston North End legend, played 185 times for Preston. His Twitter picture, if you can track down Sean St. Ledger, it's him at Orlando. <laughs> oh. So he obviously had a good time over in yeah. the States, anyway. Uh, um, fact for you about Sean Le- St. Ledger. Mm. My mate was... Le- he went to uni in Preston. Yep. And he lived with one of Sean Le- St. Ledger's mates. So Sean St. Ledger used to go around to their uh, dorm and uh, hang out. So I've actually had a drink with Sean St. Ledger. But at the time, I was like, oh, I was just some guy who plays for Preston. Uh, little did you know he'd go on to be an Orlando... Player. Player. <laughs> Um, thank you very much for listening. It's been good to be back. Uh, we will endeavour to get back in our cupboard and record again next week um, after Orlando have clinched that first draft pick. <laughs> good luck. I'm really rooting for you. Thanks, mate. I'm really rooting for you. Let's hope that Chicago win just so you get that draft pick. Thanks, mate. See you next week. See ya. Bye. Clinched. Sports Social Podcast Network. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.